Welcome back, everybody, to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. And I wanted to continue a little bit more of our discussion from last week for this week about technology in general disrupting the music industry. Last week in particular, we talked about generative AI, and man, this week, all I've seen is, I mean, that is the topic of conversation, because really AI is going to be a paradigm-shifting technology innovation that will touch what I believe to be every corner and every cornerstone of this world. The way AI will impact self-driving cars, the way AI will impact, you know, search from a conversational kind of searching that we've been using with uh, or through chat GPT to things that are more aligned and focused kind of towards the direction of this podcast, which is seeing how AI can disrupt music production, the music industry how generative AI from a content creation standpoint can have so much power when you look at the human labor cost and resource of songwriters, of recording artists, of music producers, of recording engineers, of mixing engineers, mastering engineers, studio time, um, the overhead that comes with you know, curating that content, even just from a, at a musical level. Right. And of course, anyone in the music industry definitely knows that what it feels like is the music is even just kind of the beginning to then try to create this vertical stack of product for you. Right. So what, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is once you have this kind of deliverable product, say the song, well, then you put the song out. You try to monetize it against, you know, ad based streaming models like Spotify and the whole thing that we you know know all too much about that. Another, you know, inclusive part of the vertical would be, you know, music NFTs. You know, can we expand the monetization uh, model of our kind of deliverable product, which is the song by creating digital scarcity through non-fungible tokens? And can we kind of really create a different type of consumer behavior and consumer demand where it's really focusing on digital ownership and digital product assets and that's lead and that's going away from physical product that's going away from streamable product and this is where we are you know it's it's such a ever shifting landscape that the music industry currently is at right now and so this episode you know I wanted to l- talk about Warner Music Group in particular. Warner Music is in the news. You know, Warner is a great example and kind of a case study we'll break down a little bit this episode because obviously they're a major record label. And so for anybody, when we're just talking about the music business um, from a general level, you know, we can look to a company and like a record label like Warner Music Group and see, you know, what they're doing and that really being somewhat of a flag signaling to the rest of the industry, to the rest of the business, that this is kind of the change in tide of the way the direction of the business is going. And so 
When you look at Warner Music Group, they have a brand new CEO that started at the top of this year, so 2023. I believe his name is Robert Kinkle, and Robert Kinkle has a pretty impressive past. So he was the chief, so now he is now the you know CEO, chief executive officer of Warner Music Group. Right before that, he was previously the chief business officer at YouTube which seems like a very powerful, serious, top executive position. And previously before that, he was vice president of content acquisitions at Netflix. So major, major tech player. And I think this is really interesting to highlight because this is kind of what we're talking about, right? I mean, it's all about, I mean, the music industry is a tech play, especially when you want to look at it from like an investment standpoint. And so for the parent company of Warner Music to kind of tap this guy who's definitely a technology type of player and perfectly aligned with kind of a media and content person all together, it makes sense why they would potentially go in that direction in terms of looking for a new CEO and where to take this company into the future with all that we know uh, the music industry is facing, which is... (laughs) music NFTs, AI, you know, all this in completely paradigm shifting disruptive technology where they have to be able to increase uh, their monetization and profitability as a company. So what is Warner Music doing? Well, they are in the news for a couple of reasons. So first and foremost, all the debate and the loom and doom about whether a recession is here and whether it's here to stay. And all of the fears that come with a recession, you know, businesses start to get cash strapped. They start to get wartime ready uh, and prepare for, you know, choppy waters ahead. And so what you oftentimes see when recessions feel like they're here or like they are bound to be here or that they're inevitable is that you start seeing companies doing layoffs and no one's gotten hit worse than all these technology companies. You've seen massive rounds of layoffs from companies like Salesforce, and I think you've seen Meta and Google, and you know the biggest blue chip companies are all dealing with this. So Warner Music Group is not alone. Uh, they are in this same group. So they just laid off 4% of their global workforce, or about 270 employees. And I am on billboard.com over here as I'm looking into some of this information. And it says that new Warner Music Group CEO Robert Kinkle didn't take much time to make an imprint on the company. On Wednesday, fewer than three months into Kinkle's tenure, Warner Music Group announced that it would lay off 270 employees or 4% of its workforce. But they go on to say that one of the groups or employees that Warner did not lay off in that kind of across-the-board company-wide firing was their Web3 team specifically featuring AI and Web3. And I thought this was really interesting because when a recession hits and when it, when you're a for-profit company and you have to get cash-strapped, I mean, firing and you know, tightening up the belt and getting loose of, uh, or cutting some employees and workforce where maybe they were miscellaneous or various different kinds of ambitious goals or different kinds of groups that were hopefully trying to, you know, pioneer some kind of thing. You know, a lot of times they get axed because it's like, you know what, we just don't have the type of budget currently to kind of keep 
up with these certain, you know, different types of initiatives. And so, you know, they get much more conservative in terms of what internally they're willing to fund in, ter- in terms of like research and development and things of this nature. But amidst the 4%, you know, company-wide layoff, you see that Warner is keeping their Web3 and AI role departments. So let's look into this. Early Wednesday, they laid off 270 uh, employees, or about 4% of its global workforce, but will likely retain employees involved in the company's Web3 and AI-related initiatives. The label, home to major music artists including Cardi B, Ed Sheeran, Lizzo, Madonna, Dua Lipa, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, announced a company-wide layoff, so on, so on, so on. The article goes on to say that Warner Music Group's next phase will be specifically focused on supporting, quote, new tech initiatives and, quote, new skills for artist and songwriter development. Those initiatives to be prioritized include the label's recent Web3 efforts, as well as future experimentations with AI. In the past 18 months, Warner Music has aggressively pursued partnerships and pilot programs with a plethora of Web3 native projects and companies, including NFT marketplace OpenSea, Polygon-based NFT music platform Legend Music, digital fashion startup DressX, and metaverse platform The Sandbox, among others. Whereas those efforts may have previously appeared to be assessments of Web3's future potential in creating and disseminating music, Wednesday's news more explicitly frames those experimental partnerships as Warner Music's chosen path forward. So let's pause and, and break that down a little bit. So we're in a bear market. We have recessions coming. We have a for-profit company that is cash-strapped to the wowzers. And this new CEO, Robert Kinkle, comes from Netflix, comes from YouTube, new player, gets tapped to be CEO January 1st, 2023, new year. And he is clearly signaling to the rest of the world and to the rest of the major players in the music business Web3 and AI is the way forward. No matter how recession-proof we can get, we got to keep these new tech initiatives onward and upward. And so I think that speaks volumes when you look at kind of the inception of this podcast, when you look at just the general water cooler conversations about what's going on. Listen, my job isn't to make you care about this. If you're in the music industry... I'm not trying to sell you snake oil here. I'm trying to open your eyes to the world that I'm seeing coming like an avalanche. And we're sitting right now where we're just getting some snow flurries hitting us. And now whether you believe the avalanche is coming or not, that's for you to make a judgment call to be judicious about. And, you know, you'll deal with that as you see fit. But you got to be able to learn to read the tea leaves. You got to be able to understand when something's happening. And the music industry has notoriously been whiplashed by new technological innovations where they have let it slip through the cracks and have only been able to react to it and not, you know, act as it's happening. So this shows me that, you know, a lot of times, you know, these companies and these labels don't want to repeat, you know, history. You know, no one, no record label wants what happened in the turn of the internet era to ever happen again in terms of them kind of losing footing on being able to own their marketplace, in terms of being able to own the valuation of their music. 
um, and to only look at the you know the constant decline of ad stream revenue sales uh, that happens with streaming music. So everyone understands that this is not a great situation. And in terms of how do you come into a company and improve the situation, well, you've got the CEO signaling to you Web3 and AI is going to have some part of that future. So it says Kinkle, who joined Warner Music from YouTube uh, in January, is reportedly very technology driven in his leadership approach. To him, embracing cutting-edge technology will be just as important to Warner Music's future as it was to YouTube, according to the same source familiar with the matter. YouTube, for its part, recently doubled down on its commitment to Web3 tie-ins with NFTs in the metaverse. So, there you go. I mean, you see consistency across the board. Uh, You see the technology happening. And, you know, I really encourage you... If you are, you know, crypto curious or Web3 curious or music NFT curious or AI curious, you know, that's what this podcast is for. Um, that's who this podcast is for. You know, so please, you know, reach out to us, ask questions. We want to incorporate, you know, our listeners, you know, thoughts, concerns, suggestions. If you're not following us on Twitter yet, please do at TGM NFT pod. Of course, you know, that's short for the greatest music NFT podcast show. You can also follow us on YouTube and you can follow us on TikTok. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere you can find podcasts, literally anywhere virtually in the world that podcasts are available. So that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, you know, Pandora, Deezer, wherever else, Stitcher, all those places. We are distributing out everywhere. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of do a you know a, a short and sweet this week in kind of music NFT slash music business slash music industry conversation. Sometimes you know we sit here as future thinkers, as visionaries, as people trying to stay on the kind of cutting edge of what's going on. And sometimes when it, things kind of uh, stalwart out into like a bear market and it feels like momentum, sometimes it's lackluster. You know, you sit and think like, you know, am I alone in these thoughts or am I still sensing what's happening, even though it feels like, you know, inertia maybe has been on pause or slowed down a little bit. And then all this week, it's just talk about AI. You see, even amidst, you know, massive layoffs and firings and all this stuff, it's like you see the CEO coming and signaling like, you know, we've got to stay with this. Like, this is the future. This is where we're going. And you see all the Web3 partnerships. You see all the initiatives. You see all the ambitious little tech plays. And so, I mean, this is where the music industry is going, people. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. This uh, this podcast will be the great documentation of one man's crazy thoughts uh, that I'll be able to look back on. So that's enough from me for this week. I will leave it right there. We'll keep up to date. I will see you here next week, same time, same place. Until then, check me out on Twitter where I'm unleashing all the thoughts and uh, staying up to date with some daily tweets and things like that. So I'll see you on the interwebs and I'll see you again next week. Peace. Peace.